0: Welcome to the Uptime Wind Energy Podcast. Leading edge erosion is a massive power losing problem for most wind farms. Almost every wind turbine blade that has been in service more than two years has some level of leading edge erosion. I'm your host, Alan Hall, and I'm here with our guest, Nicholas Godern, CTO of PowerCurve. In this episode, we are discussing leading edge erosion, how it reduces average energy production, and when to address it for maximum revenue generation. And just a brief background on PowerCurve. PowerCurve designs, manufactures, and installs power upgrades for wind turbine blades that help their clients make their wind projects more profitable. PowerCurve's technology has been thoroughly tested and validated, and they continue to work closely with universities to refine it even further. And their upgrades have been installed on blades worldwide. Nicholas, welcome to the program.
1: Hi, Alan. Really nice to be back talking to you.
0: So you have some new software tools at your disposal, and... Anybody that knows PowerCurve knows you guys are really good at aerodynamics, understand how blades produce power. You wanna you wanna describe what this little software breakthrough is?
1: Yeah, I'd love to. So so what I want to talk about today is is our new uh, tool that we're calling Aero Vista. And it's uh it's an API. You can call it, it does something, and you'll get some really insightful data back. Maybe just take a, a step backwards. It's all about taking a a data-driven and an engineering-driven approach to understanding the performance losses that you will get from damages, uh, and particularly leading-edge erosion on a blade. So we're about modeling those losses and telling you uh, how you can deal with it.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of I- information on the internet today. Link You see a lot of it on LinkedIn, talking about leading-edge erosion and, and how you should repair it, and it should be repaired, and how quickly it should be repaired. Those are really interesting data points, right? But I think the real critical decision is if you should repair it and how, how how, how many years can you wait, right? Because it's all about spending money and spending money wisely on your turbines to keep your production power up. But there really is not a tool out there today that tells you, hey, we need to repair this turbine, but not that turbine.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think what we're addressing here is is this is not a new problem leading edge erosion, uh, blade damages they've been around for a long time. I also think there's been a lot of uh, acceptance that they cause a power loss. But how you go about quantifying that in in a reliable manner in the field consistently is something that uh, from what we see hasn't hasn't been achieved. So we set out with the goal of, of kind of cracking this problem, doing it in a way that uses common data and existing data. We didn't want to go out and put this big new data requirement into the field to be able to do these kind of calculations. So it's happened quite quickly, I think, in the last few years. But I would say, you know, a huge percentage of the installed base of wind turbines day are inspected annually, at least annually, by a drone. And the primary focus of that drone inspection has been to assess the structural condition of the blades, to look at whether there's any critical cranks and when you should fix them so you don't have a catastrophic failure. And that's super important. But there's no link to aerodynamic performance. And it's simply not good enough to say, oh, well, I've got a Cat 5 structural damage, therefore that's bad aerodynamically. It might not be. You know, you might have a crack in a certain place that is kind of almost invisible aerodynamically, but is very bad structurally. So what we do is we take existing... Damage metadata. So, all of the data is captured by the drone companies, the drone inspection companies. And then we map that onto an aerodynamic model of the specific turbine in question. So, for example, if we're out analyzing a, a GE 1.5 or a Vestas V80, whatever, we will have built an aerodynamic model of that turbine. So, we're taking as many assumptions out of the system as we can. So, we look at The real data, so the real damages that are on the turbine at that time, and it's mapped onto an aerodynamic model of that real turbine, not some generic thing.
0: So most wind turbine operators have a bunch of drone images and data they've accumulated over the last couple of years. So in that data set, I just want to understand this clearly here. So in that data set that the operators already have, there is metadata that describes the damages that they have on the blades, a leading edge erosion damage, maybe some lightning damage, maybe uh, impact damage or a crack even. Uh, all that damage is metadata already in their existing uh, data that they have purchased.
1: Yes, so that data exists, and that's an important thing with, with the system that we we can go back historically. So we'll, we'll go forward as new inspections are made, but if you want to see what has happened in the last three years in terms of your AP loss from leading edge damage, we can do that because that metadata will exist. Obviously, there's differences between drone inspection providers and the level of detail, et cetera, but fundamentally, it, it exists.
0: So I have this metadata and I put it through the PowerCurve API, uh, which you're calling AeroVista. So I take this existing data set i already purchased, I send it to PowerCurve, you process it and tell me how much power that blade is losing uh, and what what that means in terms of revenue generally. And you can do that over over a trend line over the last couple of years so I can kind of see how that blade is doing. Is it basically being the same or is it really dramatically dropping off? Can You can tell those sort of things just from the metadata.
1: Yeah, exactly. And this is the great thing about using a real turbine model. Uh, what has been really enlightening when we've been adding more and more models to the system, is that you could uh, have a 100 meter diameter rotor designed by uh, one manufacturer uh, with some erosion on, and you could have another one that's designed by a different manufacturer that basically looks the same you know, on the photographs. But when you actually run the calculation, you may find that one of those rotors loses way more energy than the other. And that's because it's not just about how the erosion looks, it's about what is the aerodynamic shape of the blade? What do the aerofoils look like? What's their performance? What's the stall margin? Uh, What RPM is this turbine uh, spinning at? So again, we're taking all this into into the model that is just cutting out all these assumptions that you'd otherwise have to make if you didn't build a model. So... What you'll find is that even on the same wind farm that's so notionally seen the same weather and it's been maintained notionally in the same way, the spread of AEP losses across the site can be quite uh, dramatic. You may have half a percent loss on some turbines over here, but you might have a two percent loss on some turbines over here. So, again, by using the real data of each turbine combined with this aerodynamic model, It allows you to get some incredibly valuable insight as to how much money uh, you could be losing due to blade damages. And then it can guide you to say, well, which turbine should I do something about first? Because if you just looked at the structural categorization, say you needed to pick half your fleet to repair in one year, you may say, oh, well, all of them have cat three damages. So I'll just go out and I'll repair some of them because, you know, I can't tell the difference. The reality is, though, that that's not a full picture of the aerodynamic behavior. It matters where that damage is, what type of damage it is. And these are all the things that we're modeling. So you can say, right, I'm going to go and fix these five turbines first, was they were killing me in terms of performance, and spend your money wisely, because you can't fix everything all the time. You have to prioritize, and it's a tool for prioritization.
0: So when I hook up your API and I go look for these losses uh, that I've, most operators have right now, uh, this is a pretty quick response time, right? You're not sitting around waiting for months for the power curve to come back. It's like put the data in, out comes the information. You'll have it in a day or so,
1: under an hour, typically. Wow, it's it's really fast. So we we built this in a very uh, flexible and scalable manner. So you know we're running it in, in in the cloud on Servers that can scale, so if necessary, you know we can take hundreds of calls into the system simultaneously and deal with them really, really quickly. There's no, there's no hand holding. We're not there checking, clicking buttons. This has been set up as a robust, scalable system, so the results come through incredibly quickly. So yeah, it's 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 um, very, very robust. Got a pretty high headroom. Now hopefully, as we grow and people start to use the system. Uh, we can scale with it. That's the beauty of these kind of modern uh, clown setups.
0: So if, if I'm doing a drone inspection uh, at the end of the summer period, which we're we're at right, so a lot of companies like to take them at the end of the summer or at the beginning of the springtime, uh, just to get a status on where they are with their with their their damage. Uh, with I get that all that drone information, I get the metadata, I send it to PowerCurve, and boom, within an hour, I know what I need to do. For leading edge repairs, I, I can start scheduling people for next year now, and tell them what they're going to be working on.
1: So instead of having to to guess, well, you know, is it worth putting on LEP or is it worth uh, cleaning the blade or is it worth uh, putting on BGs? You know, there's all these options available to a customer, and we're hoping to just provide some insight into what is most valuable, because you know, LEP is not some silver bullet, LEP itself changes the leading edge uh, shape and therefore aerodynamic behavior of a section. And depending on the LEP, that may be next to nothing, but it might not be. So if your erosion is, is really mild, you could use our tool. You might say, oh, I'm only losing 0.3% LEP from erosion. Well, it's probably not worth putting on LEP from an aerodynamic perspective because the LEP is probably in the same order of magnitude as the losses. Whereas if I'm losing 3%, well, I should probably do something. But you know, you can then have a conversation with us about vortex generators, about LEP, about blade repair, and we'll help to guide you as to what you should what you should do. So I think that's the thing here. Once you have a piece of data that is come from an engineering driven approach, you can start to make much more confident decisions about how you go about maintaining your fleet and carrying out more effective asset
0: management. Does it also provide some information? Like you could get another half a percentage point in AEP by putting on VGs. Uh, Does it provide that sort of additional bonus information besides just the leading edge erosion issue?
1: So as of today, you know, you get the loss. You get the loss uh, broken down by blade as well. You'll get a heat map. Um, that shows you which of the damages are contributing most to that loss. And yeah, as we get more customers using the system, we'll enhance the functionality, but driven by what the customers want. I think, you know, we want to get it out into the market and used. We don't want to assume what an operator wants to know. We want to have dialogues, get people using it, get the data flowing, and then we'll start adding the functionality that, that is most useful to the operator.
0: So the AeroVista API has been out for a little while now, and you've, you've had some initial customers use it. What's the feedback been? Very positive.
1: I mean, I think this uh, system as, as a whole started uh, life a couple of years ago when we really started developing the engineering and the process behind how you do this. And then last year at um, Clean Power uh, in the USA, we launched a, a version of the system uh, it wasn't called AeroVis at the time, but it was with uh, SkySpecs. So SkySpecs have been a great partner in this uh, service from a very early stage. So we launched this service with SkySpecs. So that was yeah over a year ago now. We've run a lot of turbines through the system. And what we've seen is that it's given operators the ability to really start looking at that prioritization of repair and help to drive internal conversation about loss. Because without a number, it's very difficult to talk about budgeting, O&F, VGs, or LEP, whatever. So the feedback here has been strong in that, yes, it is a valuable tool to prioritize. Um, but we've also heard some interesting things that we maybe didn't latch onto straight away. And that was, well, if you have historical data, if you've got three years of inspection data, you'll start to see a trend. You can then start to project that forward to plan uh, future O&M campaigns on the expectation of erosion. But then you could even take it one step further and say, "Well, I'm planning a brand new wind farm of this turbine type. What did I learn over the last few years on my other wind farms?" And then you start to look at you know very important financial decisions about you know write downs and assets and depreciation, all these kind of things. So once you've got that data set, there's a whole World of decision making that it can open up. And I feel at the moment we're scratching the surface. Yeah. And again, the more operators we engage with, I think we'll learn that.
0: Yeah, so the data analytics becomes really interesting there because it's an unexplored area of leading edge erosion, the progression on a sort of a national, even global scale uh, with this uh, Vista API tool. Yeah, you, can, you could then theoretically start projecting when a farm. Does certain turbines, maybe they don't do some turbines, right? Because it may not be worth it. Uh, but it may give a be- the industry a better sense of what is the proper timing and regimen to do leading edge erosion repair.
1: Yeah, and we'll start seeing patterns. We'll start seeing, you know, uh, are there particular turbine models that seem to suffer more than others, for example? Yeah, and that could be very valuable so for people making investment decisions. So I think we've we've got a really nice grounding in the tool, as i say we've we've done a lot of work with Skyspec. there's a lot of calls gone through the system, and that's helped us to really tune it over the last year and now it is open open to the world where we can take um, api calls from from anyone as long as they've had the right setup process with us, so we're in dialogue with a number of uh, major drone operators around the world. I think to me, in the near term, it's more likely we'll be taking calls from the inspection providers, because they're typically the ones in control of the database and the tagging and all that kind of stuff. Of course, if an operator themselves has a, has all that data to hand and they want to go direct to us, sure. I just feel that from what I see in the industry, it's generally the, the inspection providers that are, that are best placed to call us. But it, it's pretty operator specific, I think.
0: Yeah, as wind farms start to hibernate in the northern hemisphere, now's the time to get that drone data, start taking a look at it and figure out what the plan is for next season. I know uh, we have seen a number of operators already planning for next year, trying to get uh, resources lined up because there's only so many resources out there. Because You need to figure out who's going to do some of these repairs and get them booked. Uh, and now's the time that that happens Uh Using the AeroVista API would be a quick way to to help organize that for an operator, for sure.
1: The data's there. The data's there, you've just got to use it, We're we're adding another stream to the decision-making process. And it's simply not good enough, you know, in these uh, days of challenged energy prices and contracts and, you know, wind farm deployment. You've got to squeeze everything you can out of your assets. And that means using the data you have available. Don't throw away two, 3% AP, do something about it, but it's very hard to do something about it if it's not visible to you. And that's what I hope this tool is, is going to bring, this consistent, reliable methodology to, to give that insight.
0: The AeroVista Vista API is a result of years of collaborations with local universities that help to basically define how this process works. You want to describe what happened behind the scenes there?
1: Yeah, so I think you know, PowerCurve, We're, we're a small company, but we we leverage a lot of uh, things we've done over the years, and we're we're very proud to have been awarded you know EU funding for, for RD R and D projects into vortex generators and leading edge erosion and, and other aerodynamic topics over the years. And our current uh, EU DP funded project is called LearCat. Or leading edge roughness categorization. So, this is a project that's being led uh, by DTU, the Danish Technical University. And then there's a number of uh, OEM partners. So, you've got Vestas, Siemens, Gamesa, LN, Sous-Long, uh, and then Power Curve, part of the, the consortium as well. So, we're really proud to be part of that project with, with all of these uh, big players in the industry and led by such a I would say, a world-renowned organization of DTU when it comes to wind energy research. So the whole idea of this project is to come up with a universal categorization system for leading edge roughness that is considering aerodynamic and air air acoustic uh, penalties. So I think there's this problem at the moment, like there is with structural uh, tagging of images, that individual companies, uh, individual operators, they have their own tagging criteria. What makes it a level three or a level four? And I think that can only go on so long before the industry has to kind of come to um, a decision about what is the standard for tagging. Because then that allows much more effective conversations to happen between OEMs, operators and service providers, third parties such as ourselves. So, over the next couple of years, LearCat is going to be working to do a lot of uh, wind tunnel testing and engineering analysis, such as CFD, computational fluid dynamics, to help move us towards this universal uh, acceptance of a classification system for damages, so leading edge erosion. So, I think this is a great project. I think it's long overdue. And with the partners involved, and sort of the financial muscle of the OEMs, I think we can get a long way towards um, towards the goal and having that, that classification. So keep watching this space. I'm sure you're going to see a LinkedIn post and other media from the OEMs, from TTU, from Curve explaining what we're doing and, and why and how we're contributing to to the knowledge base around leading insurance.
0: Right, and and how do the operators connect up with the Aerovista API? Like, uh, would they just reach out to their local uh, drone company? Do they contact PowerCurve specifically? Do they hook up with you on LinkedIn? What's what's the process here?
1: So, I, w- I would say if um, if your drone inspector hasn't already spoken about it, then just contact PowerCurve directly, and, and we'll we'll make it happen. So, if you want to go through your drone inspection uh, provider. We will then talk to that provider. We'll have an integration process with them to make sure they know how to talk to the API. You know, they send the right file format, et cetera, et cetera, the, the boring stuff. And then, yeah, they'll get the data pipeline plumbed in and we're, and we're good to go. So it's it's a simple process. You know, it's it's designed to be light on, on input effort, but, but heavy on output value. And just turning around really quickly as we were talking around earlier.
0: Nicholas, you're going to be at several conferences over the next couple of months. It's a good place for anyone interested in the AeroVista API to uh, connect with you. Where are you going to be?
1: Uh, so next up is uh, Husum. So that's uh, coming up in a couple of weeks time, northern Germany. So we'll have myself, CEO, Niels, and uh, my colleague Emil in business development. So i have got a good team with us in Husum. Um, We're also having a presence in uh, Chennai, Wind Energy India, and I think that's pretty much it for this year. And then next year, really excited about the next uh, Leading Edge uh, Roughness uh, Symposium that's going to be hosted by uh, DTU in uh, near Copenhagen. And I think there's also some other AWEA events uh, early in the year as well that we're looking at going to.
0: Wow, okay, that's a great place to connect because that way you can get your questions answered right from Nicholas, you can hear, hear it right from him. So Nicholas, I really appreciate you being back on the podcast, we love having you. There's just so many cool things happening in blade aerodynamics and efficiency. So it's it's good to get the download.